Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. Uh, Carrie and I are so excited to have you join us. Uh, we are welcome to the new year, new you, new everything. Um, well, not new us. I don't know. Maybe new us. Is it new us, Carrie? I mean, maybe in the it's a new us every seven years. Maybe it's been seven <laughs> years. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's an exciting time for Carrie and I when it comes to Texas director and our director credentialing program. Um, Literally, we are two weeks from celebrating 20 years of offering that program. And we are, I don't know, I don't know if we want to call this the beginning of season two, the middle of season two, the beginning of season three, or I I think it's since we took that break for the holidays, I think it's the beginning of season three and the season, you know. Maybe we should just go back to numbers and not try to do seasons. I think we're just not seasoned people. Okay, well, we'll go back to numbers at some point in time. We'll have Marie renumber everything. So today, though, we are going to start to talk about self-care for you as a director. Carrie, when you hear that term, what do you mean? Or what do you think? What comes to your mind? I mean, the first thing I think of is actually a director's networking meeting that I went to where the organizer was like, okay, so everybody who's been in the industry for a year or for less than six months, go over here. And anybody between six months and two years go here and everybody two years to five years here and five years to 10 years and then 10 plus. Right. And she was really, really surprised that no one was in the zero to six months or the six months to two years. And she was like, why aren't they here? And I'm like, because they can't leave their office for two hours for a lunch and learn. Like when you're a new director, the idea that you would leave your center while it is open in the middle of the day (laughs) to go to a workshop is just like, what? Huh? No. Um, So that's the first thing that comes to my mind is helping you as the director understand that it is important, not just okay, but important to set boundaries with your staff and for them to have responsibility for things so that you can leave for two hours for a lunch and learn or, (laughs) you know, somebody's out sick. So that means that you're going to be working 110 hours this week. No, that should not be um, the way it is. So I want to try to help directors figure out how to not have to work 110 hours in a week when there's a stomach flu. Well, that's important, especially because we are also embracing the beginning of year three of that nasty five little word that starts with a C. Yep. And so because that is something that we um, will have to deal with at some point in time forever, uh, it is definitely important. And part of the reason I got very excited about doing this topic is I had a huge misconception for well over 30 years of what this term meant for me. So when I heard self-care for the last 29 and a half years, (laughs) I pretty much took it to be getting my toes done, getting my nails done, um, that kind of stuff, right? Some pampering. However, um, after a while, um, it really kind of dawned on me this summer that I viewed getting my nails done as 
something else on my to-do list. Like, oh, I've got to get them done. <laughs> now, a lot of times the pedicures I would do with friends or family. And so those, those were uh, rejuvenating, right? Those were, those were um, definitely some self-care, but the getting my nails done became not that. And even when I was getting, you know, massages or some sort of, you know, recovery, again, it wasn't, it was there for a purpose. It was almost a medical thing, right? There was nothing, um, I was taking care of myself, right? And that's very, very important, right? So yep. um, I want to make sure that when you hear that term, you start and you stop and you define it for yourself. Um, maybe even talk to some friends and find out what other friends think self-care is because, you know, I hadn't been to the doctors in seven years. <laughs> okay. That's a problem. That is a problem. So part of self-care is taking care of your physical body. Um, and it freaks me out, you know, anybody who says I haven't been to the doctor in years. Cause I go, I have, I don't feel like I'm a broken or a sickly human. I really don't, but I have a degenerative health condition. So I have to go see doctors twice a year for that. And then I have a chronic health condition. So I need to see a different doctor twice a year for that. And then I have my annual checkup. <laughs> so I do five, if nothing is wrong with me. <laughs> Oh, wait, then there's the other chronic condition that I do once a year. There's <laughs> going to the dentist twice a year. So, right. So, um, like this whole concept, and my husband was really bad about going until his brother had a huge health scare. And then all of a sudden, my husband's like, I should go to the doctor. And I'm like, uh huh, you think? Um, and so now he's gotten a flu shot and all these things that to me are just like what I do as an adult. <laughs> um, and so it freaks me out that you, as a person with a background in medicine, have not been doing your annual checkups. Like that just freaks me out. So, you know, over the course of the last seven years, I did have walking pneumonia and a collapsed lung. So I went to the doctors those years and my husband's a physician's assistant and I went to the doctor ish and got my flu shot every year. Uh, but no, I did not do annual exams. And it wasn't that I purposefully was avoiding. So I'm not one of those people that's afraid of going to the doctors or didn't want to go to the doctors. It just, I hadn't made myself a priority. And so when you design your own self-care plan, uh, which Carrie and I are going to strongly encourage you to do is include your medical or and your physical health. So physical and health also is not just exercising or looking at what you're eating, but yeah. seeing those professionals. And so the way I do it to make it, because apparently I have way more doctor, I, like I said, I'm not a sick person in my head or, you know, so far as I can tell in my body, I just go to the doctor all the time. Uh, but I, I don't go to the doctor all the time. I go to the doctor in December and January and in June and July. So those doctors I have to go to every six months, I do one in December and one in June. And all of my specialists I do in January or July. And that way I'm, it's real easy to remember. They got a little messed up during COVID 
but I've gotten them back <laughs> in line because I did not go to all of my doctor's appointments over the last two years. But if I don't have them squirreled away in those four months, then I feel like every time I turn around, I'm going to a doctor's appointment. Um, and I think the same thing can be true with massages or, you know, pedicures or whatever you feel like. And I think that's what you were saying about the manicures is that it just became another thing that was interrupting your life. So self-care should be a special time set aside to look at yourself, your brain, your body, and what makes you feel good about being in that brain and body. Um, And for me, because I'm a recovering people pleaser, Part of that is setting boundaries. And like in my family, I had to do that by like, I realized I was doing way too much in the family. And so I went on mommy strike um, when my kids were in middle school. And I literally, I just packed a bag and left and went to a hotel in town for like three days. I don't know how long I was gone. I'm sure my children could tell you. Um <laughs> But I was just like, I left a note for my husband saying, these are the things that have to be done. Everything else, you know, you guys figure it out. Do what you guys want to do. I need to take a step back. And you can't, it's really hard to do that at a center. Like you can't go on director strike because somebody has to order the milk. (laughs) It has to happen. But you can, and you should structure time to be away from the center where someone else is in charge of the milk or you've ordered everything ahead of time and you can be gone for three days. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that real quick. So when we start talking about um, personal care or self-care there's definitely different categories, right? So you're going to hear people talk about health. Well, just under health and wellness, there's, you know, could practically be a dozen, right? But the, 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 the easy ones are things like make sure that you get your medical checks in and, If you want to do something related to your health and fitness, um, you know, that that's up to you, right? So if you choose to to explore different eating styles or eating at different times, whatever it might be. Yeah. Some people are like, I want to take up yoga. And this is the time of year when everybody's like, I'm going to go keto. I'm going to go gluten-free. I'm going to go nut free. Um, I'm going to take up yoga and spin cycle and um, kickboxing in my vast amounts of free time. Um, But I think trying different ones of those can be helpful because I thought when we took a tap class together that I was going to love it. And I was so frustrated because apparently I am no longer coordinated And it was very frustrating because of my thought process that I'm a coordinated, you know, retired dancer. Um, That is not what came out in the dance class. So other types of exercise are now more fun for me than taking the dance class, but I expected the dance class to be the winner. Right. Um, and I remember, you know, you were an early adopter of low carb and I was like, wait, I can eat all the salami I want. (laughs) Um, but it ended up for me just being that I needed less of certain grains. Um, and I've worked in early childhood for so long that the idea of not eating lunch and then snack and then dinner is a non-starter. I can skip breakfast and morning snack, but I have to have afternoon snack. I, I just, I don't understand how people don't have afternoon snack. <laughs> She's a hobbit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we have, 
Uh, Self-care takes a, a lot of different approaches. We have to, you need to make sure that you're thinking about balance. And the other one that was really hard for me was budget. And so if, you know, in addition to your job, you have other responsibilities, whether it's your own family, extended family, whatever it is, a lot of times especially if you want to take new classes or explore things, there's probably a fee. Um, if there's not the, or if that's a problem, then go out and try to find things that you find enjoyable with groups of people that you find enjoyable that are free. So Carrie and I live in Austin, Texas, and Austin has lots of hike and bike trails. And so do the sub suburbs. Um, By the way, Kate moved back to Texas from Florida, for those of you who've been following the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but in Florida, where I was, there were lots of, you know, hiking and walking trails. And, you know, some of us just used amusement parks to get in our steps. But um, it was definitely, um, and here there are all kinds of groups of people who are trying to get active of different age levels that go out for walks on these trails at different times and different days of the week. And so even if you can't find something that's an already existing group, you can always start one. You know, if you need a walking group that meets at, you know, six o'clock at night when it's not dark outside, um, you know, you can start your own and you might find that you're going to meet people. Um, and you know, it's okay to be realistic that what your one of your goals for self-care is to meet other people. Uh, so, uh, and you know, for some people they work, you know, they get enough physical activity in their center because their center has 19 classrooms and they are constantly running to take band-aids and paper towels to the teachers. Um, and so they get their 10,000 <laughs> steps or their 15,000 steps. And so maybe what they need as far as self-care is time with adults who don't need anything from them. <laughs> so this does not mean your children. This does not mean your siblings, your spouse, your, you know, any of that. Like they're, they're called friends. I and know some of you directors are like, wait, what are those? I don't, don't, I don't know. Just drinking buddies. We're not talking about just people that you pick up at the local, um, local pub and because they're your Thursday night gang. Uh, <laughs> although, you know, there are people that will use that as, as a component of their self-care, right? Um, having a glass of wine in the evening. So um, everybody interprets self-care differently. Just make sure that you actually stop and think if it's making you feel good. Um, you know, whether it's, oh, I, yeah, I take self-care. I eat a pint of ice cream every night, right? Well, how do you really feel at the end or the following day after that pint of ice cream or two glasses of wine every night or whatever, it, whatever your current pleasure in, is it really doing what the purpose of self-care is, which is to give you an opportunity to rejuvenate? And I think if we, if we go back to that word, care. Um, we work in child care. So what are the things that we do to take care of the children in our centers? And are we doing the same things for ourselves? We make sure that the children go outside every day for half an hour in the morning and a half an hour in the afternoon. We make sure that uh, the children have challenging work and comforting work, right? Um, we make sure that the children eat real food um, and we throw out the, you know, the parent who brought their child with a miniature latte 
and Funyuns for breakfast, we throw those out and give them actual breakfast, right? So are we caring for ourselves as well as we're caring for a three-year-old? Do we get enough rest? Do we get enough exercise? Do we of a kind that is fun? Like the kids go outside for 30 minutes in the morning and we're not making them do calisthenics. They're running around pretending to be, you know, coyotes and owls. I, you know, I don't know where they come up with these games, but we need to come up with some weird games too. <laughs> um, well, when's the last time as an adult, you actually went to a playground and played on the swing? Um, I think it's really hard to swing on a swing and not be happy. Um, I did that this this winter and you know the track glides are also amazingly fun and they didn't have those in the 70s i love the track glides so much less work for my upper body than the monkey than the those rings that we used to have to do i love these track glides <laughs> our kids may be less fit than we were but the track glides are more fun <laughs> <laughs> so um hopefully if if you got anything out of this we will spend um we'll probably do 10 or 11 more episodes related to self-care and we'll probably take some more directed approaches. We'll, we'll talk about ways to, um, for those of you who were probably like me, I'm sure I'm not the only person who, you know, didn't figure out what self-care was for me for 30 years so that you don't end up in my situation. Um, we'll definitely talk about what I thought in addition to my nails. So we'll talk about some of those in the other upcoming episodes and Carrie but will share with you things that she's really found that has worked for her now that she is an empty nester. Um, and, yeah. so, you know, there's definitely um, that 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 balance of what does self-care look like if you're a parent, if you're a spouse, um, how old are your children? If uh, you're single. If you're single, are you running a program or are you the owner of a program, owner and operator? You know, all of those things come into play. So uh, but we wanted to set the intention at the beginning of the year that you guys need to be taking care of yourself. And like I said, use the shorthand if you have to. Is the way that I'm taking care of myself as good as what I would do for a three-year-old in my program? This does not mean I want you to take a nap in your office. <laughs> <laughs> I was real. I was like, how did she know that that was what I wanted to do? Um, so if you have any ideas, questions, please feel free to reach out to us at hello at colorfulclipboard.com. Um, again, we are celebrating 20 years with Texas Director and Learning Links and our text and our director credentialing program. So some of you have actually been around. We actually have a couple of directors who've been around with us for the entire 20 years, and hopefully we'll be able to get a couple of them on the podcast. Um, if you listen to the podcast and you've been a director with us, whether it's been one month, one week, or <laughs> 20 years, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a shout out, find us on social media. <clears throat> Most of you probably still have our email, <laughs> so um, we'd love to hear from you. Okay, great. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing, programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.